Hi there, it's Serena. How do you feel? Welcome to How Do You Feel About Podcast. Let's share feelings. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Um, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. Where Where are you now, Emma? I'm in my hometown, spending the quarantine here with family. What about you? I'm home as well. We are in a red zone or something like that. So basically, it's um, so many restrictions. So nothing special. I'm good, but I'm good considering the circumstances. I'm good. And uh, this podcast actually was meant to connect people during this time. So I think it's perfect. I'm glad to hear that you are doing well. Yeah. So guys, today I'm here with Emma, who is a student at the Democratius University of Trace in Greece at the Department of History and Ethnology. And uh, we are going to talk about gaslighting and its consequence and how she feels about it. Actually, Emma, what's gaslighting? Well, gaslighting refers to a particular category of manipulation. Um, it is not always straightforward. Most of the times begins in subtle ways. So we have the manipulator who usually attempts to persuade somebody or a group of people that their perception of reality, beliefs and memories are questionable. And actually digging more into this phenomenon, I discovered some rather interesting facts, such as the roots of this term. So the word was first heard in a movie that came out in 1944, adapted after a theatrical play titled Gaslight. And the plot revolved around a married couple. The husband was trying to make his wife lose her sense of sanity in order oh to obtain her inheritance, yeah, and leave her in a mental institution in the end. But obviously, not all the examples and real-life incidents are so twisted and diabolical. <laughs> Fortunately, it's quite interesting. I just want to say that uh, to our listeners that, uh, I mean, our listeners know that I'm not therapist, you're not therapist. And uh, we, it's not therapy, but we care about the phenomenon socially somehow and talk about it, at least to raise awareness or normalize it. So how do you think about it? Years after experiencing it last year, I finally got to learn the actual name of it. I'm, of course, referring to gaslighting. Even after having myself healed from the consequences of the manipulation, It was so beneficial for me coming across with more information about this form of abuse. It felt like some kind of relief that I was not alone in this. Other people have experienced it too. Mm. The thing with the gaslighting is that it's a completely sneaky form of manipulation. Sometimes you feel so cornered and that your only proof is your word and not even that is enough. All of a sudden, you're regarded as the person who takes everything so seriously and is oversensitive. Yeah. That is not true. Your feelings matter. There are reasons responsible for this distress you're facing. I feel you. I had long period struggling with sensitivity, pro pro sensitivity probably still now. And uh, sometimes it's uh, uncomfortable, you know. I, I mean, 
you don't know if you should change yourself or change people we are not on the same page with you and you are you, you look yeah. like the one is overreacting and unable to take life easy and um yeah and sometimes i struggle because i'm quite a rational person i think like most of the time very rational or at least i train my brain to be as much as rational <laughs> as possible but uh, sometimes it's like um one part of my brain tells to the other one uh slow down you are human you have feelings so you have emotions and uh, what happened is that you you bottling bot you're bottling bottling emotions and then they probably um blow up and uh, how, how do you feel about about it um basically it could happen with like any person from your life so your um family friends love part partner yeah and the attachment we feel towards that person makes our judgment cloudy what seems to deteriorate deteriorate the situation is when we think that this is our fault so regarding my personal experience with gaslighting uh, i had it from friends and family as i said earlier but i remember how uh numb i would feel after its each incident like did it really happen what if i'm exaggerating i was basically in a state of self doubt worrying that everything i do or say is nonsense yes i still remember this friend of mine from the time i was a teenager so even during a fight i would get offended hurt and still i think that somehow the blame was mine whenever i try to defend myself i'd receive in return stuff like you're making this up you're such a baby grow up yeah plus it's a matter of boundaries probably i think <clears throat> if are you selfish spoiled child or maybe you are trying to communicate your limits and your standards and also because it's about your mental health which i think depends on how you feel about yourself and how you feel about people perceiving yourself so we care about people's opinions and uh, it's a hard not to do so but how do you handle it or what are your comfy reactions to protect yourself from it i would try to lighten the atmosphere by joking uh, about irrelevant stuff at the moment even when i wasn't fully realizing what was happening the existence of this awkward silence after a gaslighting incident or confrontation talk was kind of torturing me as you could understand i mean clearly something happened but i was unable to bring it up properly i remember how i was putting an extreme effort to hide from my own self i was in denial and at this moments i felt comfortable by pretending that everything was fine when it actually wasn't and um how do you perceive yourself as a rational person or more emotional person i would say clearly emotional person without having any second thoughts i see so for me it was harder to to i don't, I don't know how to say maybe yeah i struggled with this a lot and uh in your opinion which are the main consequences of gaslighting socially or emotionally but i mean regarding your ex- own experience of course um on a personal level being gaslighted uh, on a regular basis can be really traumatizing 
uh, staying passive about it, th- there is a risk that a, cer- a certain relationship par- pattern will be established as typical. When the person is normalizing this and then being gaslighted, it's going to be viewed as something completely accepted and natural. Not to mention that the ability of decision-making may be affected in the future. I faced this as well. I'm really familiar with this, actually. And then there is also the hurt. The aftermath of this constant constant self-doubt, victims of gaslighting feel that they are not sufficient for other people. Uh, There's this fear of establishing any kind of relationship. And if we approach this issue from the society angle, a lot could be explained. Socially speaking, gaslighting, I would say that mutes people's consciousness and opinions. Uh, For instance, a sexual harassment or rape victim could be easily manipulated and convinced not to proceed with pressing charges because, oh, nothing really happened. There's no reason to exaggerate, right? Student, think about students in schools that are constantly bullied and are being convinced that it's just a joke, women, no harm, etc. As a result, injust, injustice gains more ground as well as inequality. That's why we need to raise awareness about gaslighting. And then we may have the opportunity to fight against it and be active members of society. I agree. Completely agree. Even sometimes I feel like Yeah, I feel also the same, the pressure of exaggerating, the pressure of being heavy person. When I try to express sometimes my feelings or emotion, what I receive back is you are heavy or maybe, okay, but uh, why you take things so seriously? Sometimes it happens. And um, yeah, sometimes I feel that speak up about several issues perceived as taboo. Or simply put, talk about emotions means weakness, you know, vulnerability. And uh, I have to say for our listeners um, about vulnerability, uh, my icon is Brené Brown. And I love her TED Talks uh, podcast. And uh, Oh, I, I saw the TEDx. I loved her. Yeah, I love her. And also there is um, a documentary on Netflix. So it's amazing. And um, but how, what do you suggest people struggling with it? I mean, your personal advice. Well, I'd say that first step that needs to be taken is to identify the problem. When you can name it, you're also able to address it accordingly. And please don't be harsh on yourself. I mean, you've been questioning your reality for a long time. Now you need the time to step aside and heal. Another advice that I want to give is don't be afraid of the sacrifice if there's need for any to be made. In other words, due to the emotional connection to the abuser, it is not the easiest thing to leave that person, especially in case of the idealization of the abuser when he or she is regarded as a role model. Yeah. And um, sometimes, I think that sometimes uh, it's hard to identify that is a problem. So that's why probably we should raise awareness and uh, we should speak up more about this phenomenon because sometimes you don't even think that is a problem or it's just uh, life and you have to take take it as it, as it is. And um, I agree. 
plus I think uh, that um, when an episode happens, it's good somehow to reason about yourself because I believe that self-doubt is important too. Somehow you might grow by doubting to yourself and uh, how you can improve yourself for yourself or for your acquaintances. But the line is very tiny, I think, between questioning yourself to improve yourself and do it to arm yourself because uh, of someone else. So I think human relations are not always easy, as well as the line is very tiny between selfishness and self-love. It's very, it's confusing. And I struggle with it a lot, a lot, because I'm perceived as a selfish most of the time when for me it's just an act of self-love. And uh, I don't want to harm people, but sometimes it feels like I do simply because I want to, I don't know, because I, I have I, I need to take care of myself in that moment. And I'm not open to give too much to other um, people. And um, I'm still trying to learn it from therapists and studies or icons like Brené Brown, for example. But um, we are all humans and society is never black or white. At least this is what FDB, the Faculty of Social Science, taught me in Ljubljana. And, you know, our listeners should know we met in Ljubljana first time. Yes, in spring semester. Yeah, and it was it was nice. Also because uh, I think that uh, I don't know, but somehow this podcast is resulting in a kind of heritage from my Erasmus because all my guests basically are, or my I, also I have friends from Sicily, but uh, many of them are from Erasmus, from my several Erasmus. But um, yeah. Um, it's great to hear them again, actually, because I heard the uh, other podcast as well. So I was pretty enthusiastic, enthusiastic about hearing all these voices again. Uh, it, it, it felt like it was in another lifetime. Yeah. These months in Slovenia, really. Yes. And um, I agree also and never doubt about yourself. If you did not harm anyone with your choices, but I told you it's a bit hard. And uh, plus, it was a. And um, you, you want to say something else about this? Uh, yes, actually, I would would love to have some last words uh, before we complete this. I realized that this whole thing helped me a lot to grow up emotionally. I had to sink in order to rise again in the surface. And after that, I learned my self-value. I appreciated myself more because I got to fight back to set some boundaries and say that this is enough. You don't get to manipulate me anymore. So I wish really for you, our listeners, and for every person that... Just stay close to people who make you feel loved, valued, and unique. People that are glad with your evolution and your happiness. It's really nice. You are very wise and you are, I think, quite young. How old are you, if you want to say it? Uh, I'm 21. <laughs> it's, it's very, very nice. Sometimes I feel that after listening to you, I feel that I reached this uh, wisdom at 28. <laughs> No. So, oh my god I'm 28 yeah I'm 28 so um, oh my god I'm shocked this is a plot twist <laughs> yeah I'm 28 I, I'm glad you're shocked two years old <laughs> I'm glad you're shocked but I'm 28 and 
I think I reached this kind of wisdom at 28. So 27, 28. So you are very, very, very wise. And, uh, and also for, mm. I, I'm happy that a young girl like you talk about this because at, when I was at your age, actually, I didn't know about anything, manipulation, gaslighting, also verbal violence, violence against women, which is not also, uh, which is not only physical. So I'm glad that young girls talk about this at this age. And we should do it more. And regarding like, uh, I was having this thought when you shared your experience that we are all still a work in progress. We still have so much to learn and accomplish. And I believe that the better, the the best part, the best part is just, I don't know how to say forward maybe. Yeah. We still haven't lived our best days. Yes, I think yes. But if you feel manipulated or something, um, do you advise or to speak up with someone specifically? You know? uh, definitely, definitely. I would say, apart from this whole f- the this whole friends part, obviously, I would say a therapist. But this is. I don't know. This is very subjective. subjective. People have different reactions totally uh, towards therapy. So it's like up to you. Yeah, I agree as well. I mean, uh, this is like a very personal um, topic. But um, yeah. Um, Again, I think that it was a pleasure having you here. And I'm, I'm, Same. Yeah, and I'm close to you and thanks. And I hope you might feel better just about sharing it and rise awareness of it above all during this pandemic time. A lot. Yeah. And during this I'm pandemic really time, I think that, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't hear you. Emma? Uh, I, uh, do you hear me? Yep. Uh, I said that I was really grateful for having this opportunity today to speak up about this. And you were saying something about the pandemic and <laughs> I, I lost you for nothing, a nothing special. <laughs> I, thought you would, I want just to say that um, that uh, um, I hope you might feel better just about sharing it and rise awareness. And I've all during this pandemic period where relations are really tough and we risk the opposite, like closing many of them or becoming even more introvert. I don't know. But um, I think that... Um, I don't know. Sometimes I feel I'm becoming more introvert, you know. And um, yeah, it's a common thing. Actually, it's a very common thing uh, for me, and I think for a lot of people out out there, really. Yeah, we do not. Well, apart from social, like social media, we do not have um, so many possibilities to talk to people, like in real life. You know, like at least every we are in red zone again. So. But yes. And um, okay. So thanks, Emma. And uh, it was a really pre- pleasure. And um, I wish you just you a good evening. I wish you a good evening. Thank you so much. I wish you a good evening as well. And please stay safe and take care. You too. And um, as always, we are um, closing up and um, enjoy the feeling. Mm-hmm.